everyone, and welcome to another edition of Under the Fig Tree. I am Troy Boozer. And I'm Bruce Franklin. And we welcome you to our podcast. Uh, we have another exciting conversation piece that's centered around uh, some events in the book of Genesis. The thing we wanted to talk about today was really specific in the story of Adam and Eve. It's a specific part of it to where we're looking at, and we'll actually call this fig leaves. Mm-hmm. Okay. So looking at the story, we understand that Adam and Eve, you know, they had their transgression. And we'll talk about that, the transgression in the in the garden, what that actually meant. But the one thing that we want to point it to is the covering of the fig leaves. Right. So let's just dive right in. That, okay. that would make sense. So we understand uh, there's a mandate given by God. They had one simple rule. Don't eat from this tree. <laughs> <laughs> you have one job one, you got one job <laughs> so they had this simple rule don't just don't eat you can eat from any other tree you want in the garden just not this one and and uh, bruce i love to point this out mm-hmm. i love to point this out because i think this story gives us the first picture of a uh, religion okay from the simple words by the woman she said when she was talking to the serpent, which she shouldn't have been talking to in the first place. Mm-hmm. But she said, look, we're not supposed to eat or touch this tree. Well, the funny thing is God never said, don't touch it. Bop, bop. <laughs> he never said, don't touch it. He just said, don't eat from it. And what, what religion really does is it it starts to build more parameters around what God said. Yeah. Only because we're afraid yeah. of transgressing against God. That we start building all these fences around what God said, and then we hold everybody else to it. Wow. Our own rules, our own protections, our own. All you had to do was just obey God instead of having all these other parameters. Right. But then we we build those parameters and then we hold other people to it. So Right, right. Which makes it harder. You've literally made it harder (laughs) on yourself because you know, it kind of reminds me of of the of the law. God gave 613. We know there's way more than that, but we, we go with 613. That's good enough. Yeah. He gave 613 laws. We, we're familiar with 10. <laughs> Can't hardly keep 10. Yeah. Not going to keep 613. No. But he does it to make a point that it's not based on your ability, but on my own. Right. And so religion says, no, 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 let's put, I've heard you use this term before, let's put several fences around it. Yeah. God has already put a fence around it by telling you, don't touch it. That's right. Oh, we need to make sure, we need to make sure. I just want to be really, really, really sure. And so we put all these fences around it. And what happens is eventually we knock down our own fences that we put around it. That's a good point. Until we finally get to a fence we didn't put around it the one that he originally, and now we've knocked that one down too. So literally it's like you put all these other parameters around a thing, you violate your own parameters that you put around (laughs) it, and it finally brings you to a place of violating the actual parameter that he actually put around. It's very interesting. It takes a lot of effort, doesn't it? It takes a lot of (laughs) effort. But you know what else is interesting? You know, human nature, man. Anytime you tell somebody, don't touch that. <laughs> yeah. What happens? Of course they're going to want to touch it's it. It's the thing that they want to do. Yeah. I was doing some videotaping. This is so off topic, kind of, sort of, but, you know, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I, was do- I, was, I was having to do some videotaping at work, and I had this big spotlight. And I told the subject, don't look into the light. And what do they do? 
they look up at the light. <laughs> you know, it's just it's human nature. Rebellious by nature. You know, right? <laughs> so it's it makes me laugh, you know, because God knew by telling them, don't touch it. I mean, uh, don't eat from don't it. Don't eat from it, yeah. That they were gonna be tempted <laughs> to eat from it. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, God. But what is he doing though? In the in the in the scheme of things, what is he doing? He's saying, do you want me more than the thing I just put out of your reach? Correct. That's really all it is. Do you value my your relationship with me more than the thing that I just told you, you know, don't eat from? Fig leaves. It's a great point. I think I think what's interesting about the, the story is God would come down in the cool of the evening mm. and he would walk with Adam. Yeah. You know, we don't know how long that was. Right. We, you know, we have no clue how long that was. But once man transgressed, um, and obviously he ate the fruit. Let now let's say this too, okay? okay? Adam was right there. He he was right there. Yes. He, he just was. chose to be quiet. Um it and the Bible says that the woman was deceived. It never said Adam was. That's exactly right. So Adam knew exactly what he was doing and he chose his wife over God. Yeah. Um which is the first instance of idolatry that we see in scripture. That's exactly right. Chose his wife over God. So he knew exactly what he was doing. The woman was deceived, but Adam did not exercise the authority that God had given him. Right. Which leads me to this too. I always say this, that the garden itself was not the perfect environment. Right. The garden was an ideal environment. Yes. And the reason is it's not that way is simply this. God said, be fruitful, multiply. And he said, subdue and, and subdue and have dominion. Right. If it were perfect, there'd be no reason for him to subdue anything. No, that's a, it's, that's great. The reason it was ideal was because God had given him everything he needed to subdue. Right. And he chose not to do it. So when they transgressed, the Bible tells us that that sin and death entered into the world. I think that's right. in Romans five. Mm -hmm. If I'm not mistaken, Romans five, mm -hmm. it talks about sin and death. And I think we see a, a, a pattern. It's almost like sin and death are married to one another. Yeah. And we see it in scripture throughout scripture that sin and death are, are, are linked together. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, so when, when Adam transgressed, the first thing that happened, because God said the day that you eat from it, you'll die. Period. You're going to die. And we, we know Adam lived to be 900 and some years old. Mm -hmm. um, but I think what people fail to realize is that Adam did die spiritually. Yeah. That instant that he bit from the fruit. That's exactly right. He spiritually died. Yeah. That instant. Took his body a while to catch up to it. Right. What God said absolutely happened. That's interesting because applying that to where we are today, applying that to our modern, you know, life of a believer you do a thing and the consequences are not always immediate. Correct. You disobey God and the consequences are not always immediate. We're just looking at Adam. His body didn't know how to die. It wasn't designed originally to die. It was never, he was never meant to die. He was never meant to die, mm -hmm. but he violates God's edict and it takes I don't know the exact number, but we know he lived to be 900 plus. Right. So it takes a few hundred years for his body <laughs> to realize, oh, wait a minute. I can't, I, I'm not immortal anymore. 
I have to I have to go back from whence I came. That's right. And I think it's a very important point, you know, for us, for our listeners, that man, don't get caught in in violating something that you know in your heart God told you to do, and then saying as a way out, well, God knows my heart. Yeah. That's a fig leaf. That's a fig leaf. <laughs> you see, that's a fig leaf. Yeah, he, it, it, yes, he does know your heart. You know what I'm saying? And that's probably why he gave you the instruction that he gave you to bring you to a different place. But the results are not always, see, we live in this world where everything is expected. Right now. Right. As soon as you, you know, no, the results sometimes are not as immediate as one might think. I love, you know, going through the book of Genesis because there's, you know, we learn, that's where we first learn about God, mm-hmm. you know, in his character. And I'll say this, when God says something, he means it. Yeah. There's two things that you're not going to hear God say. There's a phrase, there's two words. He's never going to say my bad. <laughs> <laughs> He's never going to hear God say my bad <laughs> because when he says it, he means it. That's exactly you know? right. And um, these are some of the things that he said to Adam. These are some of the, the of the mandates that he had given to Adam. And when he said it, he meant it. Yeah. Um, and Adam for whatever reason, decided to go a different way. But we, we also understand Adam did have free will. Yeah. He wasn't created as a robot. Right. He wasn't programmed in him that right, right. I, you got to do everything God says. That's not programmed into mankind. You, right. God wants you to choose him. Yes. And we have to understand that God wants us to choose him. Yep. Not to be, you can't make somebody love you. <laughs> you can't make somebody. Wow. And I, and I think we need to understand that. I can present the best environment for somebody to love me, but I can't make you do that. Yeah. That's something you have to choose to do. Yes. I know yes. people say, look, you can't help who you fall in love with. Yes, you can. Yeah, sure you can. Because it, at least you need to, to be around them long enough to like them. Right. So there's a process right. from going to, right. yeah, I can tolerate this person or yeah. kind of like this person. Sure. I really like this person. You know, I love this. Right. All that stuff is a choice. Yep. And um, with Adam, you know, he was given the choice. We all know. Now, I'll, I'll be transparent about this. Okay. Because I asked God this one time. You know, you got to be careful what you ask God sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful what you I ask. I found him. that to be true. And I said, God, why why Adam? And his reply to me was, do you think you would have done better? Oh, wow. So I had to leave it alone at that <laughs> point. <laughs> I had to leave it alone at that point because that wow. was his reply. Do you think you would have done better? Uh, so, you know, looking at the whole story, Adam died a spiritual death right then. Mm-hmm. He also died a relational death. Yeah. Uh, he died an emotional death. Sure. All this stuff happened, you know, as soon as he transgressed, when God came down, he would walk with God, but now God comes down and he's hiding from him. Yeah. Yeah. And then Adam. Totally different dynamic, man. It is. It is. Adam also introduced an eternal death. Yeah. Because now there's a choice that has to be made. Yes. That, you know, we need a redeemer now. Yes. And are you going to follow this redeemer? Right. Or not? If you follow this redeemer, who we know to be Christ Jesus, then there's your way back to the original state that man was in. Right. Or you can choose not to follow this redeemer and stay in your sinful uh, state which brings on death, mm. the eternal separation from God. So we have different different layers, or I should say levels of 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 death spiritually, emotionally, yeah, relationally, and then you have eternal. 
Wow. And, well, and you also have physical because and you have physical nine hundred twelve exactly right. years. I think it was that Adam lived, and yeah, then he, wow. he physically died. Mm. So you have all that, but in the middle of all that, you know, the cool thing, and that's what this whole episode of the podcast is about, is when Adam hid. Yeah. Uh, the first thing he did was he took some fig leaves, and he he and his wife covered themselves. Yes. So first, man was never meant to know shame and all this kind of stuff. That's right. So he had to first recognize, hey, I'm naked. And he got to say it that way, naked. (laughs) (laughs) He He said, hey, I'm naked. You know, and uh, he never recognized he was naked before. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, he's not just naked, but he's ashamed of his nakedness. Yeah, man. He's exposed. Correct. He realized that wow we're exposed mm-hmm. and um it's so interesting troy because you know they go hide there's so many things that i see mm-hmm. in the go hide you're number one it's which is crazy you're trying to hide from god that's yeah. just dumb it is <laughs> <laughs> you know it is that, that's just dumb but that's what happens when you fall you no longer have the ability to think like God. Right. When you fall, you, you, you know, I'm thinking about first uh, Corinthians have the mind of Christ, right? First Corinthians two, right. You no longer have at Adam, Adam died in a lot of different ways, man. You mentioned some of them. One of them is his ability to think like God. Right. And yet People talk about how Adam had no stops. He had no blockages. No. I believe Adam was a genius. He And we see that in the simple act of even naming all of the animals. Correct. Have you, you know, how did he come up with the name hippopotamus? So what happened? You? you know what I'm saying? <laughs> how did he come up with the name? So here's this, and this is how I see it. Here's this smart dude, highly intelligent. Yes. But now he's outside of. He's outside of. So what is so so he goes from being able to name animals, right, to not being able to think through what to do. So he goes and hides behind the creation. The you know what I'm saying? The creation yep. that the creator who created him made. So I'm looking at the mental process because because that's where we are today brother you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying whether we want to admit it or not the mental process has been twisted it has because been. of the death yes the other thing i see with the hiding they went and hid behind trees it's so interesting that we get to know what kind of tree it was it's a fig it was a fig tree yeah <laughs> isn't that interesting it is it's a fig tree cuz they take fig leaves and sew them together and make what Genesis, uh, I think King James calls an apron. Mm-hmm. They make aprons, mm-hmm. right? I had this thought, this may be quite random, but I had this thought about f- sewing the fig leaves, right? To cover themselves, right? Yep. When you understand that at least in America and probably every place else in the world, money is made from trees. That's where paper comes from, right? Paper comes from <laughs> trees. Yeah. For the most part, mm-hmm. paper comes from trees. So one day I was having this thought and I was like, oh, wow, I can see where people will use every dime they got 
to cover themselves. Absolutely. That's a good thought. You know? It's a good thought. They'll use every dime they have to cover themselves. They'll overdo it even some. will overdo it. And, you know, it's that whole idea of really dressing up. Like the whole, uh, what's the adage? Clothes don't make the man. Yeah. So you really, really, really dress up. And someone might ask the question, what is he hiding? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is he hiding? Right. People in the, you know, in the world know that. Okay. Yeah. He's gone way over there. Or she's gone way over there. They're hiding something, you know, yeah. because they've overdressed. Yeah. Because they got on too much makeup because they have on too much, too many rings. You know, they got a ring on each finger or I'm not poking at people, but the concept I think started in the garden. I think you're right. With Adam and Eve. I, in fact, I know you're right. This is, this was man's attempt. Like you said, they went and hid, went and hid among the bushes. One of my favorite, one of my favorite laws, precepts or concepts that God has in, in scripture starts in Genesis. Cause, and, and the reason I love it is because it's impossible to escape it is that mm -hmm. everything produces after its own kind. Oh yeah. That's according true. to the seed that's in it. Absolutely. So when I see them hiding and they make the, you know, the aprons out of fig trees, because now the seed that they have in them now is death. The only mm. thing they can cause now is death. Wow. So when they separate those leaves from the particular tree, those leaves would start to die. Now, mind you, mind you, they would have not started to die before this. Mm -hmm. because there was no death in the world. Right. But now, because there's death in the world, they took something, separated it from its life source. Yes. And now those leaves would begin oh, to man. die. Wow. Why? Because that's the seed that Adam and the woman have in them now. Wow. Since that seed that they have brings death, the only thing that they can cause now is death. Man. Oh, um, my goodness. This leads me to something else, because this is why I tell people there, there is... There is this notion that all man, all men, and I'm saying mankind, is created after the image and likeness of God. Mm -hmm. I have to use scripture to debunk that. Uh, the Bible tells us that man was created after the image and after the likeness of God. Mm -hmm. We understand that when Adam was created. Mm -hmm. Then man fell. Right. Then man had children. Yep. And the Bible tells us that Cain and Abel were created after the image and likeness of Adam. Of Adam. The reason uh, that's stated is because man had fallen. Yes. God hadn't fallen. That's right. So they're no longer created after the image and likeness of God. Man, that's such a right? good point. Then it talks about Seth. And Seth was created after the image and likeness of Adam. Mm -hmm. So now you're created after the image and likeness. Again, the seed what's in you. Yes. Right? Yes. So in order for us to be created after the image and likeness of God, the seed had to change. Yes. We go back to the garden and God pronounces this curse that that's in the earth. And the first thing he tells the serpent is that the seed of the woman. Yes. Will, will crush your head. Right. So now we're looking for the seed of the woman at yeah. that point. Yeah. When you read through the story, obviously we understand the seed of the woman comes later yeah. as Jesus Christ. Right. When he dies, this is the beautiful part. When he dies and he's resurrected, yeah. the first thing he does when he meets his disciples, the Bible says he breathed into yes. them and said, receive you the Holy Spirit. Right. He said, I only see, I only do what I see my father do. Right. And I only say what I hear him say. Mm -hmm. So seeing what his father does, he does exactly what he sees. Yeah. Where did we see that before? 
when Adam was created, when Adam was created. God, the father breathed into Adam. Right. And it says that Adam became a living soul. Then it talks about him later on being created after his image and his likeness. Yeah. Because he has the breath of God in him. Yeah. When Jesus does it, this is the rebirth. Yeah. So only men, men that are reborn are created after the image and likeness of God, because that's now good. we have the breath of God in us again, man. That's but so if good. you're not born again, you're created after the image and likeness of Adam. Wow. So that kind of debunks that whole thing. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> no, that's the boy. That's a really good. That's a really good point to make, though, it, man. That's the explanation for it. That's the explanation for it. So that's such a good point. You know, Jesus said something once to uh, to some Pharisees, you know, and he, and he just kind of straight up called them. You know, your daddy, the devil, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, wow, you know, yeah, no, you, you, you know, you think you're of God, yeah. you know, and I just came to tell you that, no, you, 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 you're not of that seed yet. That's right. That's really good, man. We can't be any different until the seed changes. We can't. So be you can different. only produce what you are. But once that seed changes, now I, this is why Jesus wanted the disciples go preach the word, preach the gospel, and replicate yourself. Not duplicate, wow, man. but replicate yourself. Mm -mm -mm. And now you have the ability to replicate yourself from a different seed because you're born again. This is why you end up with people, and, I, and this, this, this is saved and unsaved, mm -hmm. who live a life of behavior modification. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a true change. Not a true change. Because you can't, you know what I'm saying? It goes back to that seed. Absolutely. So unless you've accepted Jesus Christ mm -hmm. and are reborn, even though you want to be good. That's right. There's a lot of good unsaved people in the earth, but it's behavior modification. It's, sure. I choose not to sleep around. I choose not to fornicate. I choose not to take someone else's spouse. I choose not to kill somebody. I choose not to, you know, whatever. I choose not to rob and steal and maim. And, Correct. you know, it's a whole bunch of people that do that. But that's behavior modification, for lack of a better term. Sure. That's not a true change of identity. That's not a true rebirth. It's not. And that's what Jesus is more interested in, is the true transformation. Very much more interested in Be that. transformed. You know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yep. Not change your behavior. Not change your behavior. You know, by the renewing of your mind. So, again, looking at this story, I, I find it really interesting that when when the man and the woman hid themselves, mm -hmm. the Bible talks about the fig leaves. And then I, I started to think about this, Bruce, a little bit more. Uh, those fig leaves, just coverings to hide what's really there. Yes. You know, they're coverings that you can use instead of dealing with the real issue. Oh boy. The fig leaves could never be a substitute for the sin, which is the real issue. Yes. They could only cover the symptoms, which was my shame. Right. And then I started to think about it a little bit more. And I, I, that's why I think we picked this topic is what else do we use? Yeah. To cover. Yeah. What are some of the other things you mentioned money, which yeah. I think is a great one Yeah, that a lot of people use to cover some of these issues that we have instead of addressing what the real problem is, which is the sin. 
One of them is... Uh, is hey, I really hope you enjoyed listening in today. I'm sorry we ran out of time, but be sure to tune in to the next episode. Bruce and Troy will continue this conversation under the fig tree. Thank you.